Let me see you put them up. Reach the skies, touch the stars up above. Cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. I'm Patrick, your host of ITM, and today we're going to talk about your assistant. Yes, your secretary, your assistant. How do you hire a good assistant? And 14 tips on how to train the best assistants in the marketplace. The longer you wait to try to have all the work of your business being done by you, the more it's just going to be stagnant because there's no possible way that something can scale without the help of other people. So as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I used to be a winging entrepreneur. I thought I was an entrepreneur. I wanted to call myself an entrepreneur, but I was an independent contractor that did everything myself. I did all the paperwork, processing. Everything was me, and I was always annoyed why the business wasn't growing until I got an assistant. Then I realized the only way things can scale is by getting help. So today I want to talk to you about what things I look for when hiring a personal assistant for myself. I have a list of them that I'll go through with you and some of the responsibilities on what they did for me. By the way, in my, in my life, I went through 26 personal assistants before the 27th one stayed with me for nearly 10 years. 26 before the 27th one stayed with me for 10 years and then many of them stayed with me for seven, eight, nine years after the 26th one. So here's some of the things I look for when hiring an assistant. One, I'm not looking for somebody that's extremely sensitive. If somebody is up one day, down one day, this, boyfriend, girlfriend, plums up, it's just not going to work out because too much sensitivity as an assistant brings out more stuff on you. And the job of an assistant uh, is to take a lot of the load off of you for you to focus on the things that you need to do. Two is understanding the word secretary, what it means to be a secretary. The word secretary means somebody that keeps secrets. So if you're going to be an assistant, you need to explain somebody what it means to be an assistant, and the fact that one of their jobs is to keep secrets of whatever you talk to them about behind closed doors about the business. Three, I like to hire assistants that speak multiple different languages. If you do, it's more level, especially whatever your market, maybe that you're dealing with in your business, if it's Hispanic, if it's Tagalog, if it's Asian, if it's middle, you know, Farsi, Armenian, it doesn't matter what it is. You wanna be able to have somebody that speaks multiple different languages, especially in your market. Uh, next one is not being scared of me. I don't need an assistant that's scared of me. I'm not, I'm not somebody that I'm looking for. If I challenge them, they get too timid. I'm not looking for that. I want you to be able to work with me and not be afraid of me because you're serious yourself about wanting to be in business and learning because I'm going to teach you a lot about business. Another one is willing to tell me the truth. I, 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 if you're scared, you're not going to tell the truth. If you don't tell me the truth, you're delaying a problem that should be solved today that three months later is a bigger problem. That's going to cost me a lot of money. I need you to tell me the truth when there's issues that come up. Another one is not panicking. Um, panicking just creates more panicking for everybody else. I want someone to be calm, collected, that handles issues very well. The temperament is very solid. There's not a lot of panicking going on. Great on the phones. you got to be great on the phones. If you're afraid of phone calls, if you're afraid of making phone calls, that person's not somebody you want to have an, as an assistant. I would typically, when I would hire somebody as an assistant, I would tell them, make some phone calls right in front of me, use the script. If they were awkward or uncomfortable, I don't even have time to teach the phone calls because either somebody is comfortable making phone calls or someone needs to be taught how to make phone calls. I need somebody that's already comfortable knowing how to make phone calls. Pleasant voice. I like a pleasant voice that's over the phone. You enjoy talking to them. I'm not concerned about an accent. If somebody even has a broken accent, I'm totally comfortable with that because I have a broken accent, but I'm looking for a pleasant voice over the phone. The other one is attractive to the eyes. When I say attractive to the eyes, you know, I have friends that to them, it's all about getting 
hiring models as assistants because that's taking it to a whole different level. I'm not looking for seduction. I'm looking for attractive to the eyes is what I'm looking for. Another one is hardworking. You got to be able to be a hard worker. My assistants that have been with me for years, decade, uh, 12, 13 years, some of them, they are people that work very hard regularly. They're not afraid of hard work. Another one would be to get along with people. They're generally good with people. Uh, they don't have a problem talking with other people. They get along. They're warm. They're, you know, they, they, they know how to build relationships with folks. That's very, very important as a good assistant. They're very protective. It's part of the secretary side. They're also very protective. There's no speaking behind your back, all that other stuff. That's not necessary for someone to do. I've hired people like that before. Very quickly, a short lifespan. The other thing I would tell you about an assistant, if you're going to try some out, is fire quickly. Don't fire long. You know, don't wait six months to fire somebody because you're delaying an issue that you almost don't want them to be in too deep, that the relationship is strong. And then all of a sudden you fire them, it hurts. So if it's just not going to work out, you don't feel good about it a week, two weeks, cut it right off the bat and let them know this is a trial for two weeks before we decide to move forward. Another one is no hanky-panky with assistance. I tell you this, and this may be a funny thing. Some people will say, did he just say hanky-panky? I actually did say hanky-panky. Why? I think sometimes executives and entrepreneurs, you know, overpower their position to emotional day and next thing you know, they're staying there late and something happens. It is the worst thing you can do. Imagine all those years you put together on having this person be your right-hand person and then all of a sudden that gets involved. It hurts everything. There's no more leverage. There's emotions attached. There's continuous distractions that could happen with that. You got to cut that relationship and start all over again if that has happened before in the past. Now, what do they do for you? I like reports. I like a lot of reports. I like to know birthdays. I like to know events. I like to know things that are specific to me that you give me report of. It's very, very detailed on what things I'm looking for from this person. I give them books to read on a weekly basis. I expect them to read books, specific areas to become better leaders. Now, you may say, well, I keep hiring assistants, but I lost a good one, and I lost another good one, and I lost another good one, because eventually you need to pay them well. And if you don't, they're gonna go to somebody else who's willing to pay them well. You may not be able to hire an assistant right now and pay them 20, 30, whatever bucks an hour, but eventually you need to do that to keep them because there needs to be a victory for them, long-term benefit of working with you. And if you do that right, and you're a hardworking person, and you get the right assistant, and then from there you take that same exact philosophy with hiring other staff around you, help around you, support around you, around the same exact mindset, Next thing you know, you're building an incredible culture of supporting at the home office of your business that helps you scale it to new levels that you alone could never, ever do by yourself. That's why you need help. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid-David. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.